0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: Happy New Year to you all out there in Cougar Nation. A lot to get to ahead on today's show. Going to be joined once again by Connor Pay. We'll talk a little bit about what the New Year holds for him and the BYU football program. We're also getting you guys' questions. A number of you had great, uh, interesting questions for Connor about the future, uh, what he likes to do off the field. We'll get to all of that on Locked On Cougars. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, a resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day, and appreciate all of you for being everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. want to remind you guys, if you're just checking us out for the very first time, potentially, we are your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. Been doing this on a daily basis for five and a half years now, crazy to think, but having a ton of fun along the way. And pleased to welcome in now a BYU team captain, and all around a good guy, Connor Pay. Connor, uh, thanks for taking the time. Happy New Year to you. And I want to uh, start off here by asking you uh, how your holiday season has been and how the New Year is treating you so far.
1: Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, lots of family time, uh, you know, which is the best part. And, you know, even though we had some uh, required workouts and stuff in December uh you know I I live right here close to BYU so I was able to still spend quite a bit of time the entire holiday season with my family so uh that's really the best part about the holiday season for me is just you know it's pretty our family's growing and you know my cousins and all that everyone's getting older getting married having kids it's getting harder and harder to get everybody together and so got to kind of cherish and take advantage of the times where everyone does get together and for our family, Christmas is one of those times.
0: Uh, I've got to ask you, because uh, we had about four different people ask me, uh, Caleb BTN spent Christmas with with your family. You said you were going to get make him be a part of the the nativity scene and everybody was wondering, okay, a, where do you uh, find a spot for Caleb in the nativity? Because such a big human being, and he's just a huge, huge frame <laughs> human being. And did you have something that fit him to fit in the nativity as well? Was the other question.
1: We did find something. We did. We uh, he was actually he was the innkeeper. Okay. So when when Mary and Joseph come walking down, they knock on the door of the inn. He's the one that opened the door and told them they had no room. So well, it was good. We we found a spot for him. It was awesome.
0: Well, there's no room because Kaylee VTN will fill up that entire door frame. I I can tell you that much. No
1: room to walk in the door. (laughs) No
0: doubt. Uh, I I just wanted to get that one out of the way because I know we had a couple of people wondering about that. And obviously, it's good to hear that the holiday season has been treating you well. Oh, there we go. If you're watching this on YouTube, that is quite the shot. Is that like an amazing (laughs) Technicolor Dreamcoat replica?
1: I think that's exactly what it is. We just have this giant bin filled with nativity crap and... (laughs) you just grab whatever out of that thing is everyone's Caleb would be pissed that I shot that. Picture. Well, There're gonna but, be gonna be thousands of cougar fans who have now seen that. I, 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 yeah, I, I know, and now I, I'll I'll have to. I'll, I'm sure I'll post it on his birthday or something. So and,
0: Kaylee 10 can now be innkeeper for the nativity with that outfit, and also can play Joseph, in Joseph and Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat if you need him to. Yeah,
1: now that I think about it, I think that's exactly where that little thing was from. Well,
0: he's versatile. We we, we like that. <laughs> we like the
1: versatility. There's no doubt about it. Is that. he is? It was awesome. It was fun having him here.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I also wanted to ask you, just kind of with New Year here uh 2024 a lot of people uh making their new year's resolutions goals for the next year i, I want to get kind of your uh thought on how do you guys as a team speaking to byu and we'll get to you here individually here in a moment but as a team how do you guys go about setting your goals is it something you guys will sit down uh here in january and it'll be overarching themes for the entire year or how will you guys approach that as a, as a program
1: yeah, uh, there'll definitely be some overarching goals, some similar ones that really don't change uh, very much from year to year. They're kind of on the side of the wall in the team room, and they kind of have always been there. And, um, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, protect Lavelle's house, is one, win the rivalries, the Big 12 championship, New Year's Six Bowl, those, those uh, types of things that are pretty similar. You know, everyone kind of has those types of goals. In college football, and if you're not, if that's not what you're going for, then there's no reason to play. But um, you know, as as far as team specific goals for that season, we'll uh, we'll we'll handle that when we get back um, to workouts on Monday, and um, when the whole team's back for the mandatory stuff from now until spring ball starts, and um, that's uh, we'll just handle it in the players' meeting and, and get together and see what we want to accomplish from now in January until the end of February um, when spring ball is going to start. Um, and so then we'll kind of – we'll do that process again when spring ball starts, see what we want to accomplish during spring ball. Then again after spring ball ends for the summer months and then the season starts. So,
0: All right. Well, it, it sounds like a, a pretty uh... – Pretty thorough process, honestly. Uh, I just wanted to ask you individually: Do you uh, sit down, Are you guys who does New Year's resolutions? Do you have uh, things you'd like to accomplish that you've written down? How, how do you approach things like this?
1: Uh, I don't. I don't put a ton of emphasis on you know setting new goals for this year. You know, like I, I have my goals for my life. Yeah. Um, and the things I want to do, and you know, it's uh, it's kind of more of a time of kind of more reflection uh, for me where, you know, it's like, okay, I can, I know what my goals are. And especially now that I'm returning to BYU for another season, a lot of those goals remain similar uh, to last year, but kind of looking back and see where, where I went right and where I went wrong. Um, and so, like, I, I have my goals, but I like to focus on, you know, actual things that I can do to, uh, to accomplish those goals. That's where I spend most of my time. Um, you know, cause this, you can spend all day setting goals and end up accomplishing nothing. And, and so, um, you know, just in terms of dialing in where I want to be physically in these next few weeks and stuff like that, you know, but a lot of it is, you know, I don't, I don't set, I have my overall goals of things I want to achieve, um, but I don't, I don't really set goals past a few days, weeks. Um, you know, it's like, cause that end goal doesn't matter unless you're focused on what you want to accomplish today.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah I, I completely understand that, and that actually brings me to our first listener question because it relates uh, to this, and it comes from a, a listener ours by the name of Jake. So he's got a great name, obviously. But Jake asks <laughs> this question: uh, Connor says, uh, "What feedback has he gotten from the NFL that he that he is going to work on uh, most notably this coming year?" Um,
1: yeah, I've gotten some good stuff from uh, the NFL, and uh, you know, a lot of it was uh, you know not surprising. Um, and in the sense of, uh, you know, they they are, they like my feet and my hands, um, especially in the, in the passing game in the pass protection game. Um, I think that's something that I've excelled at in my career at BYU. And, um, you know, there's some, you know, more movement off the ball in the run game and, you know, finishing at the second level. A little better are definitely areas that need to improve and I think my hands in the run game uh, need to improve as well and so those are kind of those are kind of the main feedback points uh, that I've gotten that are that are pretty pretty on par with how I felt um, you know with how the season went so but it was good feedback to get from them and it gave me good good things for me and coach Woods to focus on.
0: All right, we'll get to more of these questions here in a moment, get some more of Connor's uh, thoughts on the season ahead and what he's expecting to do. Uh, uh, some other good questions about uh, what also he likes to do and what he'll be doing with his downtime in the offseason as well. We'll get to all of that as we continue on right here on Locked on Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What is the one move I can make that will take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself, with, and self, surround yourself with. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and, more importantly, doing it for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board. It's a vast network of more than a billion. Yes, that's a B. Billion professionals make you the best place to hire. Hiring is easy. We have the best, that many Quality candidates. So easy, in fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. And they also know that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire adequately. So they thankfully, with uh, LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy, making it as simple as possible for you as a small business owner. Post your job for free today at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash. Locked On college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
0: Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listener. They want to remind you guys that Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel right now. All right, continuing on now with Connor Pay, a team captain for BYU. Uh, Connor, uh, had a couple other questions. That have come in here. Uh, We'll start off with this one. I think this one kind of relates to what we were just talking about with regards uh, to what you're looking to do in the future. Obviously, this season and your final season as a Cougar. He asked, uh, This comes from Danny. I would like to know Connor's opinion on the new staff coming in. And there was a related question to this. Uh, Let me see if I can find it real quick. I apologize. I had them all kind of jumbled uh, there. But there was another question that also asked uh, Oh, there we go. Chris. uh, Can you ask Connor if he has any additional perspective on TJ Wood since his last podcast? Be great to hear if he's learned anything else about Coach Woods. So fire away.
1: Um, yeah, no, really fired up uh, about you know the staff and, and and who we have, and we'll see who uh, ends up filling the role for the tight ends. Um, and uh, you know, but as as far as Coach Woods goes, it's uh, you know he's been it's been awesome, even just in a few weeks, you know that he's since he's been, been here, um, obviously he was here for a little bit, uh, and then went home for the holidays with Mm -hmm. his family to help. Obviously he's got to help his wife and kids pack up and move. Um, and then he'll actually be getting here full time, I think tomorrow. And, and so, you know, but I've had multiple chances to meet with him now and, you know, get field work in with him already and, and do some of those things. And, and we're going to do a lot of, you know, film and playbook work over the next two or three days. Um, and, you know, it's just, I mean, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, you know, just after working with him now is just intensity. You know, he's very intense If everything he's doing, um, you know, and he's very intentional and focused. And, uh, you know, he's very detail-oriented. Like, we spent we spent work on the field uh, doing some bag work in the run game. And and we didn't, we didn't move. We didn't get past my first step for like 15 minutes, you know, just talking about those details and, and, you know, which, which for me as a player, uh, I love and, and feel like that that's what I needed. Um, and, you know, he's also, he's very, he's very hands on, you know, he's, he's texting us, he's calling, you know, just wants to hear how we're doing. And, uh, um, and, you know, wants to, wants to get started. He's just as, he's just as fired up to be here and play football as we are. And it's, you know, it's been pretty awesome.
0: All right. Related question to that comes from Matthew it says, what will the offensive line's competitive advantage be this year in Connor's opinion?
1: You know, I think, uh, I think, you know, in terms of what our identity as an offensive line is going to be and, and in turn, I think will become our competitive advantage. I think that's something that is developed. Uh, You know, you don't, uh, you don't necessarily just know just by looking at an O-line what they're going to be like if if nastiness and physicality is just going to be what they hang their hat on, or if athleticism is going to be what they hang their hat on getting out and running, Um, you know, which is all traits, obviously, that you want to have. So I think as we go through spring ball, I think it'll start to take shape of what, what this group is great at. Um, And, and, you know, obviously we got to work on developing those traits, you know, of, of, you know, being physical, being nasty, finishing blocks, um, you know, knowing where you're supposed to go, (laughs) like uh, just, just working on things like that. And that's how you kind of help develop, a competitive advantage you know and so i think that'll that'll take shape as we go through spring ball and see how this this mixture of offensive linemen you know how they gel together and, and what they're good at so all right so uh weston asked this question
0: what nickname does the offensive line have for coach woods if any yet
1: oh i don't i don't know if we've spent enough time with him yet for for a nickname okay. i think uh once we get through a few meetings with him, I think one will probably uh, you know, take shape. But uh, as of right now, we don't have one just because we haven't spent a ton of time with him as a whole group yet.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Tyler Bergen asked this question. I I actually think this is a good one because we are awaiting uh, the release of the official dates of when you guys will play the 2024 season. You know who you're going to play this season, but we don't know uh, the dates and all that. Uh, But Tyler asked this question. He said, can you ask Connor if there is a game that Connor has circled on the calendar for next year and if there's a certain team he's most looking forward to taking on?
1: Well, I mean, obviously the game I'm most excited for is the first one. Um, just cause that's the next time I get yeah. to play football, uh, with my boys. So, um, but no, that's, I mean, there's a lot of great games on that schedule. Um, I mean, obviously getting a chance to play Utah again is going to yeah. be a lot of fun. You know, the, the Holy war is a blast and it's been a blast and it's gonna, you know, become bigger and bigger now that it's, it's a conference game again, which I think is something that a lot of fans have wanted for a long time and are excited about as ridiculous as the rivalry can be on Twitter. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's still, it's one of the, in my opinion, it is the best rivalry in, in college football, um, you know, but the rivalry on the field, not with the fingertips, but um, so I'm really fired up for, for that game. And uh, you know, just the, the conference schedule, you know, getting a chance to play Kansas state will be fun. I haven't had the chance to play them yet. Um, and uh, you know, get another crack at uh, at some of the teams that got the best of us last year. Um, and so, I mean, there's 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 a lot of games to be fired up on, about on that schedule. So,
0: all right, John asked this question: Do you expect? To, does he expect to play any snaps with his brother? Obviously, Trevor, your brother's on a mission currently, and uh, he also added this: What is the team's mentality for the off season? I think you've already kind of addressed the second part. But are you expecting to potentially play with your brother at
1: all this season? I mean, I I would love to, that would be a, that would be a dream come true. How realistic is it, uh, you know, for Trev coming right off a mission for us to be on the, on the field together. I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I can try to uh, finagle my way into that. If we're, if it's the last snap of a game and we're taking a knee or something, see if, uh, see if uh, coach Woods will let that happen. But uh, I, I'd love for it to happen. But, you know, Trev, obviously coming in as a new guy, he's going to have to. I mean, you're, you're, as a freshman, you're, you're bottom of the barrel. Um, and so you got to, you got to work your way up and work your way into that travel squad, into the two deep. And, um, you know, as a, that's a tall task as a freshman, you know, because there's usually 17, 18, 19 guys in a room and you only travel nine or 10. Maybe twelve to home games, yeah. and and so, you know, he'll have a tall task. But I'm i um, I'm gonna do everything I can to help him, obviously, and give him a little jump start on things. And you know, I think Trebs Trebs really smart, and so I think especially with you know me helping him learn the offense, he'll pick that up really fast. And you know, we'll just see how long it takes for his body to catch up from uh, from serving a mission. So.
0: Well, I was going to ask you about that because you've lived this life, and I think a lot of people wonder how difficult is the transition going away for two years on a mission and then coming back and trying to get back into playing shape and the like. Really, uh, tell us about that process for you personally. How long did it really take for you to feel like, hey, I'm a football player again?
1: Um, it, it's really hard. It's really difficult, um, I think, for me, especially because I ended up being really – the only freshman in that class. Cause at that time, Campbell Barrington was gray shirting. Um, and then the other freshman O-lineman that came in with me, uh, ended up quitting. And, and so I was really the, I was the only one left, you know, I was the only freshman around. And so, uh, of course, you know, all the coaches and all the other O-linemen had a heyday with that, but, um, it's, it's really hard. Cause I got home the first week of June, um, and was at workouts like six days later okay, (laughs) or seven days later. And so it was kind of a, it was, it was kind of a rude awakening. And that, and that first day, I'll never forget that first day, just throwing up, pushing prowler sleds for two hours and just getting absolutely destroyed with the other freshmen. Um, But that transition into actually playing football again is challenging and, Um, I got, I lost a little bit of weight on my mission, but not a ton. Um, and so I think I was just, especially with like my build and just the the way my body is, I was able to adapt a little quicker. Um, and so after those really just two months of training into playing football again, uh, physically, I felt pretty ready from like an injury perspective. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I was going to go out there and I was just going to freaking drop dead because I hadn't done anything and I was just going to get hurt on the first play. Mm-hmm. Like w- physically, was I ready? No, but I, I was ready to go out there and at least compete mm-hmm. and and stay healthy, which is what I was able to do. And you know, wiggle, wiggled my way into the two deep somehow. And uh, and so, but that was a that was a really tough transition, and I'll never forget. Like there's because the bowl game is really the only game that I played significantly in. Mm-hmm. Um, And I still remember a picture of me standing over the ball, IDing something. And we're in those all-white jerseys, which is just a terrible look for offensive linemen. And I look so fat in that picture. It's ridiculous. I have just the biggest freaking belly. Just because, like, that's that's the one thing is, like, you're not, Mm -hmm. it's not like I was in great shape yet it's not like I had six months to strip my mission fat off and build all this muscle again. You know, I kind of just was right into it and just kind of skipped that part a little bit just cause I was playing already. And Oh man, I look at that picture and I'm like, Holy crap. <laughs> but, um, so I was really excited for that first off season, but it's a tough transition. It's not easy. It's not easy.
0: Well, hey, I, I can tell you this much. I, I I know you. I think you know who Jake Caressa is, former BYU offensive lineman. Uh, he's got this nickname, and I think it's absolutely every offensive lineman should embrace it. Big sexy. That was the nickname he liked to embrace. So <laughs> I think every offensive lineman should embrace that as much as possible. So, uh, all right, we got a few more questions in the time remaining. We'll get to those. Uh, some of them related to BYU football. A couple of them off topic as well. We'll get to all those with Connor coming up here in just a moment. Uh, before we do that, want to remind you guys that Locked On Cougars available wherever you get your podcast, Make sure you check it out, uh, whether you're listening to this on YouTube or also on the podcast writers. It's available wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk more with Connor coming up here momentarily on Locked on Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. Of course, UCCU has the mobile banking app uh, part of it. It's called Learn and Earn. It's the feature that's paying your entire family to learn about money. All of us want to be smarter when it comes to our finances, and obviously we don't always have the right answers. Learn and Earn is breaking down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games uh, using quizzes and trivia to make sure you guys are learning the lessons you should be learning. The best part is I've actually started doing it, it as part of my New Year's resolution was to be more active using it. And I got to say, it's actually a really, really fun way. To learn about money, every time a family member completes a topic, you can earn points in a crew and be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family. All can compete against one another and track your progress in leaderboards as well. It is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app, so you can play at any time, anywhere. And of course, the more you play, the more you learn, and the more you learn, the more you earn. Learn and earn, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking Program helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of your friends at UCCU. Love where you bank. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day, everybody. I want to remind you guys, if you've not done so already, make sure you sign up for our subtext community. All of our questions for Connor Pay today have come from our subtext subscribers. Uh, it's a great way to interact with the show. Simple as uh, sending a text message uh, to be uh, a part of the of the show. Uh, and if you guys want to sign up, it's a 14-day free trial. You can be a part of it. And then it's 4.99 a month afterwards. You can sign up at the link in the show notes below this on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Enter your phone number and you're off and rolling. It's a really, really been a fun thing we've added in the past month or so and I encourage you guys if you've not signed up already give it a shot and join us on subtext all right uh, final a few moments here with Connor Pay here on today's show and Connor I got a great question uh, that I think everybody's been waiting for you to address and I was going to hold it till the very end uh, <laughs> and at least two of our uh, listeners asked this question and they're related uh, questions here uh, Chris asked this uh, about recruits he's previously mentioned in helping a uh, recruit guys uh, what is the status of that and then Greg asked says this simply ask him and be very specific will we see any players joining BYU from the transfer portal fire away
1: um yeah no recur- recruiting has been going good uh you know I've had to have the chance to, to host a number of visits over the last you know couple of weeks for some uh, pretty good players and uh you know I'm not just out of respect for them, I'm not going to name any names, uh, you know, obviously just cause they haven't made their decisions yet. And, um, and, but yeah, I would expect a couple, um, that will probably come to light here pretty soon. Uh, you know, whenever, you know, whatever timeline, uh, they're on or when they, de- when they decide to, um, make it public. So, but yeah, I would, I would expect a few, you know, uh, um, we were able to retain a good number of guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it it probably won't be the, the influx that it was last year where it was like almost 30 guys from the portal, you know, it was pretty crazy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything like that, but there'll be a few for sure.
0: All right. I'll ask, I'll ask a related question to that. Uh, How different are visits in the transfer portal cycle for guys versus official visits with high school and junior college guys?
1: Um, they're a little bit different. I think more like the high school guys, they want to go to, do all the photo shoots, do all that stuff, do all the fun things where it's like the, the portal guys are a little more seasoned, um, in terms of what, what they know about college football and what they want. And so it's usually, those are more, a little more focused, you know, the portal guys, you know, it might be more like meeting with a coach to talk scheme and philosophy, um, you know, for a few hours, whereas the high school kids will go out and do something fun and, and do their photo shoots and go ride the snowmobiles and do all that stuff. Um, you know, where it's like the, the portal kids, like they're trying to, well, I mean, it's a two way street, but they're trying to find like a scheme that they fit in well. Um, and, and likewise, we're trying to find people that we f- feel like will fit well with us. And, and, you know, and so that's where the portal is kind of interesting. It's kind of where, you know, there'll be mutual agreements where it's like, Hey, I think I'd be a good fit here. Great. We do too. If you want to come, come. And then there's other times where it's like, you know what? I don't know if this person will be a good fit for our program. And you kind of just cool off a little bit and, and vice versa. If they come and they don't feel like they fit well and it's like, all right, well, thank you guys. It's been great. But I think, you know, my talents are better served elsewhere. And so, it's it's interesting. it's it's really interesting um, in the transfer portal because it's and, and I've noticed that the portal kids you know are asking a lot more questions um, you know to me about you know what school is like, life after football, you know, specific coaches, what the scheme is like. Um, and, and, and you know so it's it's a little more detailed with the with the portal kids where the high school kids just haven't experienced that stuff yet. And and so now that I'm an older player, you know, I, I tend, they tend to ask me to host portal players more than the high school kids. Usually the younger kids will help with, uh, portal guys, just cause maybe cause they can, you know, relate to them a little bit more and, um, you know, take them out and go have fun where, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not really the type that wants to go hang out with a 16 year old and, uh, <laughs> go drive them around Provo, you know? And <laughs> so, but no, it's it's been good. It's been, but it's interesting. They are very different. All right, so a couple more
0: questions here. Marlin asked this question. I'd love to hear Connor's thoughts on a run versus pass blocking. I think you addressed that a little bit earlier on. But more importantly, can you ask him about a man blocking versus zone blocking concepts? In which, if any, he prefers.
1: Um, I, I prefer both because I think both have their advantages and their disadvantages. And in the way the schemes are run, there's oftentimes that a zone scheme, because of what the defense was, looks almost identical to a, to a man scheme or a gap scheme. Okay, and okay. and vice versa, where it's like unless you truly know the play call, you don't really know what we're running. And uh, as as uh, as much as Twitter thinks they do, but um, you know, it's. Uh, I think I think there are, there are definitely advantages to both. You know, I think those zone schemes, um, you know, they 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 give you a lot of options in terms of what you can do with the football. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of the the RPO game and the option game that you've seen us run mm-hmm. that comes off of zone schemes a lot, um, and we do it with gap and man schemes too. But um, it's just a little easier to do that, I think, with zone. But also just the the downhill nature of of a gap scheme like a duo or power or a counter I think is also something that you know we we did more of later on in the season um and you know I really enjoy running those schemes too because you kind of can just sink into the guy in front of you and get movement off the ball there's there's not as much kind of stuff you have to handle yeah um and so you know, I think uh, I think they all have their their pros and cons.
0: All right, uh, and let me ask this question. This is two fun ones to get you out of here on this. Ben asked this question: with all the hype about cold plunges and cold showers going around, can you ask Connor if he does either of those, and if so, how long and uh, how often after his workouts?
1: Uh, yeah, I do those all the time, all the time. I uh, I think I think uh, cold tubbing is really important, um, and. You know, I don't do much of maybe I should, but I don't do much of the the cold plunging where it's like two or three minutes mm-hmm. in the morning um i it's usually a post workout thing for me um but but I am but I am a big fan of the the cold showers uh, in the morning, so maybe that's a form of cold plunge, I guess, just not quite as cold and and for a little bit longer, but no, I think uh there's definitely some. Reality and obviously the research has been done on, you know, kind of the cold shock proteins and, and things like that that get released uh, into your body that are really helpful and uh, it definitely it definitely helps me you know with uh, post workout lactic acid buildup and, and and things like that and I love the contrast um, I think that pushes out lactic acid the best for me. Going two or three minutes in the cold tub, two or three in the hot tub, and just jumping back and forth for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, But yeah, no, I I enjoy them both. And, um, you know, I kind of, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say I swear by them, but I do, I do do them all the time. So
0: I can do the cold tub thing, the cold shower thing. I just have not (laughs) been able to adapt to it yet in my life. So.
1: Once know. you put your head under the water, it's fine. Uh,
0: I've tried, Connor. I just can't. I, for whatever reason, it's just it's not my thing. So I, I, I will say <laughs> hey, that. that's all right. all right. That's all right. Last one comes from Jimmy, who gets the final word here. Uh, Connor, if you could be a drummer in any world-famous rock band, which band would it be?
1: Oh. Jeez. That's a good question. Uh... Okay, there's probably, I think there's, I have a top three, Okay. I think, if that's fair. That's fine, yeah. Um, and I would never in a million years be able to actually pull off any of these. I just want to put that disclaimer out right now. Okay. Uh, I like to drum for fun. I can play, I, I'm pretty good, but I'm not great. Okay. So I'm thinking about starting a drum YouTube channel and releasing covers, so... Maybe people will get a C here soon. I'm not sure I'm kind of scared <laughs> but uh, we'll see maybe you can let me The people can let me know in the comments if that's something that even care about. but um, I would say I would love to play in a rush okay that would be that would be a crazy band to play in. I guess there's really four. gosh dang it I keep thinking of a, I would say rush. Dream Theater, Slipknot, or Metallica.
0: Wow, you have picked some bands that've got some incredible drummers and some yeah, incredible exactly. drum solos, no no less.
1: Yeah, yeah. So don't don't associate me with that at all. But like those are the bands that I love. So all right well hey drum covers there it is so there it is do what you want with that information but covers with connor there we go that's that's your new youtube channel covers with connor you, can, you, you i don't can... know i have all the recording equipment and i know how to mix my own drums and stuff now and i've made a few okay just for myself just to see if i could do it and kind of get used to it but whether or not to make them public is what i'm debating right now we'll see
0: all right, people, you know what to do. <laughs> hop in the comments, hop on social media, tell Connor you want to see him drumming, and we'll see what we can do uh, <laughs> to get that going. But, uh, Connor, thanks for carving out some yeah. time during your downtime. Uh, best of luck with winter workouts. We'll catch up with you again soon. Maybe we'll this like, kind of throughout the offseason periodically we'll do, like, a mailbag uh, podcast sure. with you. People can ask questions, and you can uh, kind of, uh, I guess, uh, what we're trying to say, you can, you can be a philosopher, as it were, and answer the questions as best you can. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all right. I mean, if people like to listen to my dumbass talk, then we can.
0: People we can lo- people love it, man, so we'll keep it going. But, Connor, <laughs> thanks for the time, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you. All right, that's Connor Pay. A big thank you to him for taking the time, as always, to join us right here on Locked On Cougars. want to thank all y'all once again for uh, making Locked On Cougars your first listen today. And thank you to all of you who are everydayers as well. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more on BYU sports, football, basketball, and everything in between. Once again, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.